Legendary Talk, the weekly RC Racing Podcast, with your host myself, Russell Lee, and as always, the fantastic Chris. How are you doing, Chris? Oh, I'm not, not doing too bad, mate. Uh, bit of a racing hangover the week, <laughs> just getting over, but um, we'll talk about mine and your racing later on, when, you know, you've thanked our lovely show sponsors. Oh, will do. Let me say thank you to CMO Distribution schumacher racing and will speed the companies that keep us in every week and very very soon we'll be throwing us a couple of prizes at christmas so christopher as always straight in with it this week and we've got a young superstar 13 year old oliver natras how are you doing? are you okay i'm good ross how are you <laughs> very well thank you very well very well struggling on struggling on and also as well we've got your dad in the background as well just keeping the keeping an ear out for you as well how are you doing duncan you're all right Okay, hi mate. Good, right, Oliver. Let's talk about your nationals. Got your F one this year. Um, I know we, when yeah. we spoke at the start of the year, you, we, you know we were we were hoping good things for you, and we said to you, you know, if you if you pulled your finger out, we'd get you on for your own show um, towards the end of the season. And we think you've um, achieved that quite well. So so here you are. So how was your national season? Your first one? Yeah, it was really good. I got F one on my first try. Um, in two-wheel drive, I finished 33rd overall and the sec- second in the under-13s. Um, so that was quite nice. Um, in four-wheel drive, I did a little bit worse, but still all right, 42nd and second in the under-13s again. But yeah, I enjoyed the national Nationals this year. They were good. Yeah, I mean, did, were you expecting to do so well on your, on your, on your first year out? I, mean, I think you were 33rd in the, in the two-wheel drive, I think, something like that. Yeah, I didn't expect that at all. I doubted I'd get a D final, let alone a C final win. So that was I was overjoyed at that. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic room. Um so where was what track did you get your C final at? Mend it the second round when it was really loose and uh, sandy. Absolutely yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Um, how did you find um, the, the, the travelling this year? Because I suppose it's a little bit different from doing the club stuff and the regionals. Yeah, we've always have ended up doing a long trip um, every year, but this year we've done like, quite a few more. They're all right once you get used to them. It's just the first two or three get a bit boring. Yeah, <laughs> sitting in the car on your iPad, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... Yeah. so were you the top finishing Kyosho then this year? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't really hard since there was maybe one more, but yes, I was. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Go on, Chris, or I'll, I'll see you because I'll get him. No, I, I was, I was going to say, so I was going to ask, um, obviously, top finishing Kyosho, and for the fact that you, I think like most of you got on, you said you were the only Kyosho there, that to have achieved sort of those results that you did with it only being basically just you and Duncan and I'm I'm sure Mr Marsden was only a phone call away. But that that's quite impressive to say that, you know, there's no big team behind you to sort of support you when things might get a little bit lost in setup and everything, as as we all do sometimes we go the wrong way. But I mean that just it just shows really that the massive sort of step forward you've took over the year has it been more difficult being on your own or do you think you just having you and your dad's been quite fun well it's it's kind of hard it's good in some ways and bad in other ways i mean it's good because there's not constantly people asking you oh what where do you what do you do for this what do you do for that but then on the other hand you can't ask other people but then again we've got Carl Marsden you can just call up and he's there instantly but yeah he's not not a bad guy is he no but yeah i mean from from the point of view i think we talked about it um before you um everybody kind of thought you'd have took a step forward in speed but I don't think anybody, even yourself, thought you were going to jump ahead the way you've gone. Um, obviously, your best result at Mendip. Um, if we take out the result, was Mendip your favourite track? 
Yeah, so I quite like low-grip, bumpy tracks. I quite enjoy them. Yeah. So is that because your home track's quite bumpy? Where is it you normally race? To be fair, the track I race at, Sorry Vance, is completely flat. But I've I've always... I like lots of different surfaces, so it's... I, I don't know, really. I like... I like everything. Yeah. So... What I mean, something that I thought was quite impressive was your your performance at the end of season national round, where you it's just the juniors and vets. Oh yeah, yeah, Nemo. Yeah, because you had a really good day there, didn't you? You did really well. Yeah, two wheel drive. I came home second, and my hands went to jelly in the finals in two wheel drive, but I ended up behind yeah. Dan Powell. In four wheel drive, I managed I managed to pip him. So that was, I like that was nice. That was a good race as well. I enjoyed the track. Yeah. yeah so, um, can you remember how your qualifying went for that? Was it was it difficult to sort of? I think I Dan, did you pull one? I pulled the first round of four wheel drive, but two wheel drive, Dan Dan did dominate a little bit. It was very hard. It was yeah. it was neck and neck. I think we were tied on points in four wheel drive, but he had the fastest time, so I finished, ended up second on the grid in both. But then, obviously, I managed to get him in. I think he had a mistake in the first leg of the finals, uh, and in the second leg, I got him at the start of the straight. Yeah, because you, um, I mean, you held on quite well, didn't you? Because you won the, was it the first two legs you won? Yeah, of the four wheel drive four. one. Yeah. Yeah, so obviously you didn't need, you didn't go out in the, the third leg, did you? No, uh, I didn't. Dan, because what me and Dan did is in two wheel drive, because he won the first two legs, he went up on the rostrum and sat on the chair. So I thought yeah. I'd do the same thing. Yeah, you wanted to sit and watch sit and watch the final from yeah. the best of you in the house. Dan had an electrical issue in the last leg. Um, and so that gave Harry second in under uh, the under thirteens. So that was unfortunate. Yeah, because yeah, Harry won that leg, didn't he? Because of that electrical yeah. issue. Yeah. Yeah. And what was it? What was it like leading the leading the pack? Oh, it it's very tricky, especially when you've got Dan Pole behind you. Very, yeah. very tricky. Your hands go to jelly. The knees. Knees start shaking. It's tricky. Yeah, and, and what were you saying to yourself in your head? Because when we're racing and you're feeling that bit of pressure, everybody has a little chat with themselves, don't they? They're like, you know, don't what were you rush, saying to yourself? Yeah, just, don't, just bring don't it. Go just bring it home. Yeah. Had you already yeah, won it? Yeah. Say, say again. Sorry. Get ahead and then stay ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Had you already run at the Nemo track for the eighth, or, or, or the eighth national? I think no, that was the weekend before Nemo. Yeah. The Nemo national for eight scale. So that that was kind of almost a practice meeting as well for the national. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, so it's not, yeah. yeah, it's good going there. How did you find the the track at Nemo? Did you enjoy it? What, for 8th scale? Oh, no, for 10th. Oh, I liked it. It's very good. It's a tricky track of how, just how bumpy it is and how grippy it is. And because the clay is still soft underneath, new bumps can fall when marshals run over the track. Yeah. So it, it, it was tricky. It's a very unpredictable track. But when, when you get the setup right, you can just set a pretty ballistic lap round there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's a nice wide track as well, isn't it, Ollie? So you can um, yeah. obviously you can when you were racing with a few of them through the day. There's a lot of battling you can do, isn't there? There's a lot of different lines you can try around it. Yeah, and also there's the bum, so that's a good one to go for a move round. But then on the astro sections, there's one specific line on the astro where you can miss all of the bumps in the middle section. And I managed yeah. to take advantage of that over Dan in that um, first first leg of the 
A um, in four-wheel drive, and I kept on catching through that section, and then eventually I got close enough to make a move. Yeah. And can, what sort of move was it? Did you just... Well, I got he... to, through the middle section. I kept on closing and closing, and I managed to keep it on his bumper. And on the start of the straight, his car has a lot more power than mine uh, on that day. So I, I managed to get my nose in the inside. I got ahead on coming on to the straight. But then Dan, Dan was directly behind me, and he didn't realise how much more legs he had than me. So he ended up going into the back of me, but it's just a racing incident. Luckily, we both came off all right, but then Dan dropped off a little bit after that. Yeah, he, like, he likes a fast car, doesn't he, Dan? Um, so I was after that, did you turn your power up so that didn't happen, or did you just leave it the same? Uh, we, well, because I didn't race in that uh, in the third leg. Right, okay, so that was the second leg. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it was all done and dusted. Nothing but a bottle of champagne on the rostrum watching. I wish. <laughs> they do that in eight scale with the champagne. I wish they do that yeah. in ten. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe. if you, We might know some people listening that might be able to sort that out. Yeah, have we got, maybe if we've got some people that own champagne vineyards. Yeah, your time will come. Right. There's no rush. There's no rush. Yeah. Ah, class. So, have you done regionals as well this year, or did you just concentrate on? Yeah, the, on the... I did mid south regionals. And how did you yeah, get I only there? managed. I only managed to do the four to count because of other events that I've had to do. But I did all right in the last the last round. I got a. Um, I got second, only be it uh, losing to Matt Peters round. Yeah. Um, sorry, Hans. But then the other ones, I was a bit slower, and I think how did I finish in the end? Was it eighth? No, seventh, I think. Seventh, seventh. I finished seventh or eighth overall. So that it was right. That's my best result today. Eighth, eighth, eighth. Yeah. That's not a bad result, is it? That's. Uh... You know, you can't you can't be disappointed with with eighth in the region. No, no, not at all. So, is it? What's the plan for for next year then? Domination, well, winning uh, first. We're still we're still deciding. We're definitely not going to do both nationals again because we just didn't get a week to ourselves. It's just every yeah. week well, racing. I can imagine every week you weren't you, you your dad wasn't racing. He was probably working fifteen hour days <laughs> to pay for it all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I noticed she just stayed remarkably quiet there, Duncan. Well done. <laughs> that uh, is the uh, uh, it's one of the drawbacks, isn't it? I mean yeah. he Oliver would be racing every weekend if he could and you know, if you want to be successful, then you need to be out racing and yeah. you need to be racing with the best guys, don't you? Yeah. And uh, it, that is extremely difficult financially and also there's a massive cost with time. You know, it's not yeah. just travelling the weekend, it's all the prep work in the week, isn't it? You can't turn up at a national without a prepped car. It's, so it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as we keep saying to Russ, obviously, you've got a lot more time to prep the car now. He's put you into semi-retirement as well. <laughs> so, yeah, that's so, no excuses. He's pretty good at prepping the car. He's all right. He can actually do it. It's just getting over that lazy streak, I think. So maybe uh, we'll see what happens. He's got to prep his... Um... Optima. Yeah, he's doing a vintage race at NB Model, so he's got that to do. So. Oh, that should be quite cool. All right. Which Optima is it? Is it um, is that a mid-motor car, four-wheel drive? Turbo. It's not the mid, it's the turbo, the all-gold one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you build that yourself, kidder? You built it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I built that myself a few years ago. Um, and it's kind of sat for a while, so we thought we'd get it done back up we've got we're getting some carbon towers made for it and we're going to go and race it it mb models in november so all the kyosho guys will be down there is that a vintage race or is it just is it always a race yeah, it's, it's got vintage, vintage race is two wheel drive four wheel drive 
Yeah, it's full weekend of vintage. That should be quite cool. Yeah. You know, some dice? You know, Jaguar on the other No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, I'll let it. I'll leave that to the expert. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, so funny. I remember when I used to whip you in the short courses at Silverstone, and now look at you. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. I know. Yes, I was thinking about that. You know, I, I guess one thing I'd like to add is, you know, we do have Carl Marsden on the phone and Mick Craddock for eighth, and they are absolutely awesome. But you know, Russ, without guys like you, I can remember you helping us out with the trucks. And even when we're out and about, you know, we were talking to Trish. Trish helped us out a bit. Just, you know, everybody helps each other out. And that is one of the great things, I think. It is. Of, um, and, and, and the different classes of people as well, you know, like at race meetings. Sorry, I will get back to you in a minute. But, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're a doctor or a scaffolder or a plumber or, you know, an electrician or, or, or whatever. You know, if, 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 you're in, if you're in trouble, someone's always, someone's always going to help you with a bit of advice, a bit of abuse or a spare part, you know. You know, it doesn't matter what, where you're from. Even if you're, you're from Scotland and you're racing in Cornwall, someone will always come over and, and try and help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly that. We wouldn't be uh, Oliver wouldn't be where he is now without having you know people like yourself who've helped us on the on the way and still do still do you know it's great. Okay. Anyway, back to you, Oliver. How how's you um how have you taken to eighth then, Olive? Was this your first year racing eighth? Or, or you yeah, it's been, or you... full, it's been my first full eighth season. I did a few races last year, but this has been my full season. Um, and it's been a very slow learning process. I mean, every race, every national, national I improved. I think I ended up making a, the quarters at Brookthorpe, which I was quite happy about. Um, and we obviously we do the Kyosho Masters in France every year, and I managed to win the league section, which is is the lowest section, but still a TQ win. Absolutely. <laughs> if you hadn't told us it was the lowest section, we wouldn't have even known. So yeah. <laughs> no, I mean to be fair, the league section sounds quite impressive. Yeah. You know, you'd have been like, you know. Yeah. Went to France. TV. We'd have thought that was a big section. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, yeah. Went abroad. Dominated. Left. Yeah. They had a celebration race as well for all the top fives from the different classes, and I did win that. Yeah. I won that surprisingly. I don't know how I won it because I crashed about ten million times, but I still won it. Yeah, yeah. Did you, and um, speaking of big races, you did the. The Scotty race this week, this year, didn't you? At Robin no, Hood? I didn't do that. I think Is that the national? Was... Uh, I think I was I think... in eight scale national. Yeah, I think I've got I think I've got confused there, sorry Ollie. I thought I was thinking that when you said earlier about your dad at Robin Hood, um when he raced for some reason I thought that was the... Yeah. So, so we... nah, that that was me being old. So how did you get into um, doing some eight then? Because I didn't know you, you'd done that before. Was it? Did Kyosho yeah. just say, "Do you fancy your car?" Or I got, um, I got given an eight scale for Christmas a few years, a few years ago. Before, before I actually got one, I was, I didn't, I re- I was quite scared of them. I don't know why, but I was very scared of them. And then we got one, and I went to my first meeting, and I. I really enjoy them. They're, they're good fun to drive. They they're hard work, but they they're really good fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, which eight scales do you run at the minute? Are you purely? Uh, is it just nitro, nitro and debugger? Just nitro. Just nitro. Yeah. And how how did you find adapting to the different driving style that you need to have for the end for the nitro engine? It's, it's a completely different driving style, and it's quite a slow learning learning curve. As as you get better at one the one class, the other class will come as well, and then it doesn't really drop away. But it is it's very hard to get get fast quickly. Yeah. 
Right. So, which, if you had a choice, and I want to put you on the spot, which would you say is your, what's still your favourite class to do? What's your primary class? I think they're both equal at the moment because scale is a lot of fun to drive. And obviously, we've uh, the team we have there is a good laugh. But then again, yeah. I'm better at 10 scale. Yeah. So it, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 they both go hand in hand, really. I mean, tenth gives you the, the, the precision, you know. And yeah. I'm not saying you need a load more skill to drive a tenth car, and for all the listeners out there. But trust me, it's harder to drive a tenth car fast than it is to drive an eighth car, <laughs> you know. Um, and especially at club level, you know. Um, so what what um, engine are you running in, in your eighth car? We were running a Pico for a little bit, but yeah, that cut about every three and a half minutes. So we got, we in when we went to France for the Masters, you can go in Kyosho Europe and get everything. Re- you can go to Kyosho Europe, and we decided while we were in there to um, get a Reds. Oh, okay, so you swapped over to, to the Reds engines for, for, for going yeah, forward. Yeah, so much, so much better. We're still, we're still in a running in bit, and it does cut a couple of times but we think that's just down to the uh, plugs we were using yeah. we're going to try some different plugs and see how they work yeah, yeah. yeah well it's official ollie you already know more about eight setup than i do because yeah. that was just it was like yeah you know, i just didn't yeah. So, so, funny story, Chris. I was um, I used the same engines as um, Craggy does because I, we, we were looking around for engines and didn't know what to buy. And I'm like, "What's no Craggy using? All right, let's get that one." <laughs> you know what I mean? It just just makes sense. Um, and I said, and I was talking to Mick at the weekend, uh, and I at Nemo, and I said, "Mick, how often do you change glow plugs? Out of interest, like you know?" And he's like, "Oh, well, I, I have a new meet. We have a new one every meeting, um, and then we pop, and then we put normally put a new one in for the finals as well." And I'm thinking. I'm probably doing like six or eight meetings on a plug. I'm <laughs> just like different, different thing, you know. Uh, yeah, that's wild, absolutely wild. And plugs do make a difference because I tried running cheap ones for a while and the things never ran the same. So, ah, oh, class. Yeah. How do you, you find you working together um, as a team with, um, like, with your dad on the on the fuel and stuff like that? Yeah, I bet that's a good crack, isn't it? As opposed to him just shouting yeah. from the side of the track in the tenth meetings. Yeah, it's, he, normally he's all right in the pits. He always he always has a helping hand from one of the other guys in the Kyosho team. It was a funny story. At the Nemo National, he kind of ruined my final because when he was putting the car down off the line, he decided he was going to wait until all the other cars had gone, then throw it, which got me a stop-go. And then when I came out of the pits again after my stop go, some guy had already rolled over in front of me. So I tried to brake, but it was on a wood section, so it was just slippery. Yeah. So I couldn't. And then I got given another stop go, and I ended up last. <laughs> Mate, yeah, we've all been there. We've all been there. So there you go. There you go. I don't think you didn't expect to be thrown under a bus so early into this episode either. Why don't, why not tell them what happened at um, Southport? Oh. Tell them, go with the hotel first. So, yeah, there's two stories about Southport. Um, so the first one is we were going we to do camping because hotels are quite expensive, yeah. especially by the beach. So we get all the camping gear in the van, and I, I was actually quite excited to go camping because I'd had to leave early the other time, so I couldn't play around with all my mates. Um, but we were going to camp this time, and I was actually quite excited. But then um, my dad tells me in the morning, oh, I've actually booked a really cheap hotel. I found a proper cheap one that's about four minutes away from the track. We're going to sleep in there. I was quite sceptical because it was only like 90 quid, but I went along with it. And we get to the hotel at about 10 p.m. because we left late, and it's... uh, yeah, it was midnight by the time we got there because it's a six-hour drive for us. That, um, but we get in the hotel and we walk in the room and that we realise that there's a club in the hotel that shuts at three o'clock in the morning. That's why it's so cheap. Um, yeah, we were the floor above, so we had all the banging, all the laughter, all the screaming, all the music. So we go back down and we complain saying. Um, 
that's just too loud. That's unacceptable. We can't sleep in there. So they give us a room and we get up. They give us another room. When we get up there, to be fair, it is quiet. It's very quiet. Um, but it's like a sauna. It was so hot. It was insane. So we go back down and they give us another room. Um, and we walk into the room. I open the door with the key card and there's already people in there. So they've given us a key card for a room that's already got people in it. So we go down again. This is coming up <laughs> two o'clock in the morning now. Um, and we get given another room. It's closer to the club, but they give us some earplugs. And we go in and we make him come with us because we don't want to open the door to a group of a family of yeah. strangers. Um, so we we get him to take take us up and it's closer to the club, but with these earplugs that were actually surprisingly good, it was all right. It was still boiling hot, but it was acceptable for the night. And we ended up just... Um, so someone lended us their hotel the next day because they they had to go home early, um, and it was a Premier Inn. And compared to that hotel, it was like it was like a five star, yeah, Michelin star, whatever, you, whatever you what, the rating is. You've got a lot more patience than I have because if I'd been if if I'd you know fair enough like you know you made a mistake booking with a nightclub underneath, but if I'd complained about the noise and someone had handed me a pair of earplugs. I would have hit the yeah. roof, <laughs> you know. I, mate, Russ, I had no, I had no option. This hotel was horrendous. It got raided by the police. In yeah, the morning we got up and there was like police everywhere, and there were like people passed out outside. Everyone was being interviewed. Don't know what happened there. Oh, mate, unbelievable. <laughs> we, we, and then it, yeah. Then it at the track, and I put the wrong tyres on, Russ. Yeah, that was the next bit. It rained in four-wheel drive and I, while I was 20th overall, and I all of a sudden go down to 70th because I can't get the car working. And we're all going, what's going on with this car? Something's wrong with it. So we go go back home after that, quite disappointed. Get up the next day, my dad comes into my room and says, I think I owe you an apology. I've just gone and touched the wheels on the back of your four-wheel drive, and they're yellows. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 So that's yeah. that's throwing the car at Nemo, the wrong tyres at Southport. Yeah, if that was an F1, if you were an F1 mechanic, Duncan, you'd have had your P45 by now. <laughs> at the Torch National, to be fair, this was only in practice, but you didn't glue my fronts down, so at the end of the straight, they just flew off. <laughs> Pure speed. <laughs> yeah, Stress. drove the wheels off it. So really, Dunk, it's been, a, it's been an experience for you this year as well. Yeah, I, did. I, I didn't expect us to be so competitive. He was running the first part. He was in the top 20. I mean, it was just unbelievable. I can't, you know, he's, he's full of surprises. We had a... Um, uh, Michael Orlowski and um, Lee Martin at Slough on uh, Friday. There's a video of it online, and he properly gave them a hard time, you know, and it's, it's great to watch. I don't know where it comes from sometimes. I really don't. It's uh, it's good. Yeah. So I think we can ask this one for both of you. Um, if you want to go first, Ollie. Obviously, you've had a massive increase in pace over the last 12 months. What do you think's been the biggest factor for that? What do you think's give you the that extra edge? Why are you so fast now compared to you were a year ago? Well, over this past year, we've found a lot more mods we can do to the car. So we've gotten that, uh, we've gotten the car really, really dialed now. And then obviously there's just experience. As I get older, the more experience I'll have, the quicker I'll eventually get. Yeah, so you think it's just stick to... Well, I say stick time. It's not stick, is it? It's wheel. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so you think it's you think it's just the amount of time you've been allowed to sort of have on the track and drive the cars? Yeah. yeah. And what, what do you think, Duncan? What do you think's been his biggest um, improvement this season that's given this raw pace? 
Oh, he's quite right. We've made some big, big improvements for the car. We're really hopeful that, you know, they've been at the Worlds and they've been testing some new parts. So we're hoping that, you know, we're going to get an update to our car and possibly a new car coming soon. Possibly. I don't know that, but that's the the word on the street. So I, I think... He's got. A, if you watch that video of him at Slough, there's a determination, and he's he's a good racer. He likes to race, and he wants to race, you know, clean, and uh, he doesn't give up. So I don't know. He's just uh, he's just bloody quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there comes a point around sort of his age. Um, we saw it quite prominently with like. Tommy with with Charlie, obviously Ben Smith, where they have this exponential leap in speed, and it's just like if you could bottle how they do it, you could, yeah. you know, you could sell it for a fortune at a model shop. Yeah, um, no, I can't, I can't get near him now. It's, um, I think we, for example, at the um, the junior national. Um, he was a little bit disappointed to be further back from Daniel Pohl. I mean, Daniel Pohl is just awesome. He's a, a lovely, lovely young lad as well. And then four-wheel drive came, and he, he was sort of like more determined to not make those mistakes and to try and get closer to Dan. And in those finals, he, he, I think you won the first leg, didn't you? Yeah. The second leg, it you know, we talked about how we were going to go with the race and I just said, look, the only way, if Dan gets away, if there's a gap between you and Dan, he's going to go, you won't catch him. So you've got to get on him straight away and put him under pressure. And that's what he did. And he was determined. And it's that determination and that racing spirit that I think he's he's really good at. So, Yeah, it was. Um, And I think something that... I don't know if other people have seen it, but obviously when you know you watch you watch the races and you watch some of these kids and every now and again they, they do have a race that's a bit disappointing for them. So you know, like for example, the two the two wheel drive, I think you could see he was disappointed. I think you could see that he knew he had the speed to have maybe done that little bit better than he did. Um but I think what was what was very telling for Ollie, and it's it's a bit like you've just said, was a lot of kids they get really upset and typical, you know, I suppose you call it teenage, but they sulk and they do that. Yeah. But you don't, re- in, in fairness to you, Ollie, and it's a very very admirable trait to have, and I think a lot of adults could learn a lesson from it. Is you don't sulk, you just stick your chin up, and like, well. Do it better next time. Though. I think Johnny's safe space here because he does, he, he does, he can sulk, but I know what you're saying, Chris. I do know what you're saying. He does handle it pretty well. Yeah, there's a, there's a difference between going back and having a sulk with your dad, which, you know, I think everybody's done. Even, even you know, your top guys, there's, you know, you see sometimes Neil will come back and, you know, oh, well, that was, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then to not, let your competitors see that and to not give that option when you're representing a brand is, is again, it's a very mature, mature trait to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree. But yeah. we're very proud of it. That's all doing, we can say. What are you doing over the winter? Are you, got any, are you doing some, uh, any carpet series or anything like that? Or We're doing Slough. Well, the Slough is the only one I think we're we're doing all of. And then I think we're just going to do a mix of other ones. I mean, we did that first round of Junction 16. And I think we're just going to mix them up, really, because try and do as many different ones as we can. Because last year, we just focused on three main ones, and it just got a bit repetitive at times. So we're going to try and... Spread out our, spread out our racing a little oh. bit. What's what's your favourite? What's your favourite um, uh, surface? Is it indoors or outdoors? Or it's really tricky. I I like them both in different ways. It 
indoors, obviously, there's that you can get the power on everywhere, just speed everywhere. But then outdoors, you, I feel like you almost have some closer racing. Yeah. Because it's always on, on the indoor track, sometimes they're a bit tight and it's so hard to make moves and even to defend on those tracks. But on the outdoor tracks, you've got a wide breathing space, you can flow about, and they're both good in different ways, really. Yeah, I think the the skills are very different, aren't they? Um, indoors, you need to be on it for five minutes without, effectively, without blinking. You know, it needs to be as. Whereas, like you say, um, outdoors, you can maybe float around, plan your neck, plan your overtake, take a different line. But indoors, because of the speed, a lot of the time there's a there is only one like true line isn't there yeah yeah so you said you were at junction 16 this weekend um i was there i kind of know roughly how you did but our listeners don't so how was your first sort of carpet meeting of the season it was it was all right i had a lot pace but i made i made a few mistakes obviously we were trying those new fusion fronts so we've been trying to get settled down with that I think I could have had the pace for a better result, but I am pretty happy with where I ended up, eighth in the B. Yeah, it's not a bad result, mate, who was there. Yeah, it's not a bad result. You know, when you when you think there was... I mean, there was the Hall brothers were there, Charlie was yeah. there, Yardy. you know, Orlowski, Yardy... You know, that's, that's near enough the A final locked out. You know, you had in Ben Smith and Matt Thompson. You know, there's only maybe one, two spaces left in the A. And then there's still some quick drivers there that, you know, you needed to compete with. So, I think he's a very respectable result there, mate, and something you can take, take going forward. What did you think of the track? It was... I, the layout by itself, I quite liked. I mean, the the tabletop they had in the middle was a bit annoying. So if you went too short, it was like a trampoline. But yeah. once, once you got a lap round, it was all right. Very tight. Very tight and very fast. Yeah, it was, it was quite uh, quite tight um, and quite fast. And I, like, I, I did like the features they had. I quite liked that. Um, you know, the tabletop that you mentioned in the middle. Yeah, I quite liked that. Fun. Yeah, when you get it right, it's yeah. good fun. Just if you go slightly too short, just gets a bit off sometimes. Did you try and send it and clear it? No, I I learned my lesson from the Bowton National. <laughs> you didn't try and uh, clear it, just not even once. I tried it twice in practice, and, and then that was it. To wishbone off once. <laughs> And then you were told by Dad not to do that again. Yes. <laughs> there you go. See, that's the benefit of having a mechanic. You can uh, absolutely watch that. So, you're floating around this season. I'm assuming you'll be entering nationals next year. Again, it's just it's so hard to say. We we haven't decided on. We haven't decided on what. Um, what we're going to do next year, whether it's going to be eighth nationals, tenth nationals. I can't. I can't fund both those nationals again. I can't do that. Yeah. So we'd, we've got to make a decision which one we, we want to do. I know that the eighth nationals. There's a proposal to go down to three nationals. Um, that that would be more attractive to me um, because because we did both nationals. We didn't get to race at a club. And I think that's a massive problem. We're all, all the top drivers are all out doing nationals and then there's no time for them to uh, to race at clubs or do anything else or have family time. I think there's too many nationals. I mean, we, you know, having Orlowski and Lee Martin at our um, club at Slough on Friday, the, the excitement and the... Um, the atmosphere in there when Ollie was giving them a hard time was absolutely amazing. And that's great for other drivers that don't get to see them driving. You know, 
lots of people don't do nationals and they don't get to see those drivers or race with them. So Yeah, I did see that on the weekend. Um, you, you had the slow at the club meeting on a Friday night. You ended up in front of... Uh, was yeah. What happened there? Tell us yeah, the story they, on that. I think Orlowski made a mistake on the second lap and clipped a curb. Yeah. Lee got ahead, then somehow Lee did a backflip on the straight and I ended up ahead. And for eight or nine laps, I managed to keep ahead of Orlowski. We did touch coming off of the jump, and then I kind of lost my focus, and um, obviously, and there was a back marker ahead of us, yeah. so I ended up in the curb. Um, so that was annoying, but yeah, I, I stayed ahead of Lee and Orlowski for nine nine laps. That was quite fun. It was these just insane the moves that they go for every corner they... on the tabletop, on the hairpins, on the straight, everywhere. He's looking up the inside. Did they chase? Did they um, did they chase you down pretty quickly and and then sit behind you, or or did it take them a while to catch they up again? Sat behind me. Even after their mistake, they were they were behind me. Um, but they just sat behind me, looking for moves the whole race. It felt like an eternity. That race. <laughs> I bet the sidelines were going wild at this, you know. Yeah, everyone was cheering, going on the. Um, they were all going on. When, when Orlowski went, it was, yeah. yeah. Brilliant, mate. Absolutely. How were the shaky hands in that one? To be fair, they weren't actually that bad. They were they were better than two-wheel drive at Nemo, which was surprising. Uh, you see, you'd, you wouldn't have had the pressure of young Dan Pole hounding you. Orlowski and Lee Martin and nothing. I bet you that's because yeah. you're there regularly. You know what I mean? It's just like another, another race, isn't it? You know, you're comfortable in, when you're comfortable in your surroundings and stuff like that. You know, that's it's where these professionals bang on because you know they 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 that experience in all the big races. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a fan, that was a fantastic experience, and you know it was his home track as well, so he's more comfortable yeah. there. And but no, I don't think there was pressure. Um, trust me, I'm not taking anything away from you. I'm just saying, you know, that's why he didn't, probably didn't feel as nervous for because he's more relaxed in the environment. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Class. Um, so, um, I mean, we're ticking on for coming up towards 45 minutes now, and I promise you that was all, all we were going to keep you. Um, so, just quickly, where are you racing next? Oh, slow. Slough Winter Series. That's this weekend. Yeah, next weekend. Oh, next weekend, sorry. Are they are they Saturdays again? Are they this year? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll go there on the Friday for the club meeting, and then rebuild the track, have a sleep, and then come back in the morning. <laughs> Perfect. Do, do, you have, do you ever race at the, um, the slow eighth track? Because that's just around the corner, isn't it? From from the we, carpet we, track. We went last year. And I think we went early this year as well when it was still bumpy. I see they've rebuilt it now. Yeah. So maybe next year we'll get down there when it's a bit hotter again. Perfect. All right, then. Have you got, any, have you got anything for the Hall of Fame for us? Yes. Yes. Yuchi Kanai's World Championship win in 2000. Um, it was it was one of many for Kyosho. And then Kanai's our... Designer still today, so yeah, special win for Kyosho. Good choice, good choice. Yeah. All right, now before we let you go, do you want to say thank you to anyone, friends, family, sponsors, anyone at all? Yeah. Well, Don't forget your dad. Yeah, thank you to my dad first and my mum for actually letting me go racing all the time because we're away every every weekend. Um. Obviously, there's the whole the whole of the Mid South gang. They're really friendly, really helpful. In fact, it's everyone we race with locally. Um, there's Kyosho, obviously. Um, who else is there? Carl. Yeah, Carl and Nick. They're they're absolute lifesavers. In eight scale, Mick Mick is always helping us with tuning the engine setups. Um, and then Carlos in Tentscale, he's a phone call away. Obviously, there's our closer friends um, that we race with all the time. So there's Yaz, Sam, um, 
Christian and Josh Mitchell, just all of our friends, friends really, and then Kyosho. Perfect. 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 All right. Thanks for coming on. You've been absolutely well. Obviously, you've had a brilliant year in the racing, but it's great to hear you, the way you're talking. You know, I mean, you talk a way way older than the 13 year old. Once we get you going, it's absolutely fantastic. So, um, good luck with your racing going forwards. Obviously, well, no, no doubt, me and Chris will bump into you at the track over winter. All right, mate. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Bye bye. And they've gone. How about that? Yeah, I think that was a, a very successful interview. Very, very well spoken, Mr. Natris. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, bro. Um, so, obviously, the main event of the year, the Dudley Winter Series, started on Sunday. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and, how, and obviously, you were there. So, how did you get on? I didn't do too bad, mate. Um, obviously, that wasn't the first meeting I'd been to. I've been doing a bit of a. I had a bit of a busy week, but um, if I was to talk the listeners to every bit of the racing I've done that week, we'd See, probably still be here for next uh, week's show. Uh, the, 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 the travels of a single man, hey? Floating well, around every know, racetrack was... in, 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 in the West Midlands area. I'm just, just trying to get around and see what a few of these uh, these carpet clubs have got and what all the fuss is about. Okay, so so, so as you go on um, uh, the winter series on Sunday, what was the what was the new new big track like? Was it good? Yes, it it, it was actually. Um, I was I was sceptical at first, thinking that the hall would be a little bit small, uh, and it was still ran to the to the same sort of you know your, your usual Dudley standard. It was very good, very flowing meeting, and they accommodated both on road classes and off-road classes, uh, which was nice to see. And it wasn't just the usual Tamiya's. There was, like, proper full-on, like, 30... I think it was 13-and-a-half or 17-and-a-half touring cars. Yeah. Um, oh, if, I, if you were to ask me, like, just one sort of constructive criticism um, that I would have sort of maybe put forth as an opinion to hope that it's taken forward for the next round is just try and make the track a little less busy by trying to put so much in it was a very very narrow track um i think there was a couple of places where um it was probably less than a meter wide but it, it made for some unique challenges on the day um i don't it? want it to be seen as a negative yeah. it was just maybe next time just and fix the track so it doesn't move so much and compress what was the wall of death like at the end of the straight I bet that was interesting at the end of the at the start of the finals. Um, actually, it wasn't too bad. Um, probably not where I would have put it. I, if you're going to put a wall of death on a straight, me personally, I like it so that you come off the wall of death onto the straight, and then you're already doing like a gazillion miles an hour before you're even at full turbo. Yeah. But yeah, there was. I mean, I didn't see any major major sort of bumps or bangs or wishbones taken off so I think at that point you've got to say it was a success there was a couple of little little uh, should call them pile ups in the lower final on it but yeah it wasn't too bad actually um, it was you know it was nice and nice and controlled racing really yeah, cool. so yeah so did you make the I did, mate. Tenth, I, might, I just scraped in tenth in the eighth. Oh, what numbers low then? All right, yeah. <laughs> so supportive, aren't you? You know me, mate. I don't discriminate. You know, of all those times that we have to sit and listen to you, to you bang on about that time you were, you've made an A final at a regional. I've mentioned it, yeah. mentioned it in at least two weeks, mate. Yeah, in at least two minutes. Yeah. Um, so how did you, how, how did your day go then? If you were if you were in the A, well, I mean, to be fair, the practice, the car just didn't seem to have any steering. Um, I was running a, a Prism CR three, which in hindsight was a was a poor choice. It wasn't quite. I just thought on a on a night Tuesday night when uh, Monday night, sorry, when you go and you race on there, I'd I'd tried the Prism and it, it worked on a Monday night, so I'm not sure why it didn't travel to the Sunday but that's something to figure out another day so 
I tried a few second changes, but kept that tyre for round one. Yeah. And it was all right, but it was it was still understeery. Um, very safe, very drivable, but you had to be very, very patient, and that's just not me, yeah. um, as, as you know. So after the first coffee, first quality, I had like a, I think it was a set of 13th in round. No, it was quite low. I think it was about a 20th in round. It was something that was terrible. Um, and I was looking around, and I thought, looked in my tire box, and I was like, oh, well, I might try these. And I was going to put some cut staggers on. And I just sort of, I said, I wish I had some of them new Schumacher ones just to give a try, like, because yeah. I think, you know, it'd be interesting to see how they compare. And um, Daz Malt said, well, I've got a pair. I was going to run them, but I've tried them for one run, and I hated them. They were just too much steering. Yeah. And I thought, well, that sounds like exactly what I need. And Daz said, well, chuck them on. There you go. So I put them on, um, and it was like, oh, we're onto something here. And um, I think I had like a, I think it was a seventh overall in round. That's better. Six or seven. Yeah, yeah. Six or seven in round. So I was quite quite happy with that. Um, and but the back then felt a little bit squirrely. It didn't feel as high. It didn't feel like it was oversteered. But I just I didn't feel there was like a nice stable rear end on the car. Um. And I drive a little bit aggressive, so I kind of need that. So I made a couple of small changes just to the rear end, a couple of shims just to stabilise it out, and um, managed to do like another seventh in round. But the time was a lot faster. It was just I think everybody had improved as well with that. So a six and a seven, it left me with sort of, you know, the 13, 13 points, um, and there was three of us tied on it, of which I was the back of the three. Yeah. So, like, going into the, the fourth round of quality, I was like, right, if I can just cement this, it'll be great. So I went off first, um, and I just clipped a pipe, just coming off the wall of death on the left and rolled it. Um, and Princess got through because he was off second. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to throw him under the bus, but I think I had a lot more pace, but I didn't have the patience to try and get past him. So, if you listeners would like to go back and hear us talk about when we had Jason on, about the time where he absolutely cleaned me out into the rostrum when we travelled to France for the CML carpet event over there. That was like four, you, three years ago? Four years ago? Yes, I, I know, but I hold a grudge. Um, and going over the little... <laughs> you can't hold, you, well, you can hold a grudge for three years, and I, I have I successfully done that in the past. But you can't get yeah, any excuse for nailing someone off. Well, you can, but it was holding a good for that. And by Jason's own words, about 12 times since then that he drilled me off. And, and I've never actually drilled him off until this weekend. Um, and I fully cleaned him out. I was doubling the double, whereas he was single, single in it. So I doubled it, jumped up the inside as he steered across and just T-boned into the side of him and put him on his roof. And cost him six seconds. Do you know what I, what that six seconds meant, Russ? Is it it meant that he point? didn't. Well, it meant he was in BQ and I was in A ten. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolute scumbag. But you know what? I stopped and waited for him. So it was all all right. It wasn't all right. I'd never wait in qualifying. I said, yeah, if I hit someone yeah. in qualifying, I'll, I'll, I'll share my apologies. I'm really sorry, but I've got to go. <laughs> and, then, um, and then just to sort of make my point known, um, three laps later, I drilled Litley off as well. Oh, mate. So your room was, but I was over. To be fair, no, to be fair, I was lapping in. He just didn't get out of the way quick enough. So... I'll tell you what, Chris, as a, as a BRCA representative and a CML <laughs> representative, you're not painting a very good picture of yourself here. Oh, well, anybody else. And I did stop and wait for Ian as well. And to be fair, by Ian's admission, he was sideways anyway. I just helped him round. Uh... <laughs> so, yeah. But it, I've got to say, it was lovely to be racing back with the, with Ian again. He's obviously been off for a while with for the various reasons we all know, and it was 
you know, as, as a long time friend, it was just, it was really nice just to have him back and to be able to go racing with one of your older mates again. <laughs> so, yeah. And then in the final, I got up to fifth and then spat, spat all the ability I'd had for that day out of the pram and finished. So I started 10, finished eight. But at one point, I was up to fifth or sixth, I think it was. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, brilliant. So you had so you had the best time. Are you going to go to the next one? Um, Sorry, you broke up then, mate. Are you, are you going to go to the next one? Um, yeah, I think I will. I think it clashes with... I was hoping to get into some of the, the Berry Winter series. Um, but I think just to have every now and again a race that's literally seven minutes away. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't is, do the November one, but I'm going to, I'll, I'll try and get in for the December one. Yeah. Get in for the well, you're welcome. One. You're welcome to come and get drilled off the track as well. Yeah, I think I might get in race vintage, mate. There ain't really much competition, you know. What I mean, um, nah. You know, I'm just, obviously, obviously, I, some... I'm fully aware that um, Lewis and uh, Hopkins and the Bish train would beat me, but you know, he wants to finish third. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you're welcome. And the thing is, if we drill you off again, you can then moan about it for another four weeks on the podcast, like when, you know, you just put your car in the wrong place at Cardiff. Yeah, can you remember when Princess nailed me off? Did it, mate? No, it's all brutal. Yeah, I'll just, I, you know what? At so, Cardiff, it was genuinely an error. Um, and I think you had a part, I think it was just a racing incident. Um, yeah. But now, because you blamed it all on me... Come to, come to Dudley and I'll give, I will give you a reason to blame it on me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. you want some, come get some. Yeah, brilliant. Um, cool. You race anywhere this weekend or this week or? Um, I haven't got any races planned at the minute, but I am open, you know, if there's any sort of series within an hour's drive of the Midlands kind of thing, I might be interested. Mm-hmm. All right, and man. then obviously, the following weekend would be the last weekend, the end of the month. Um, we've got the AGM. Yeah. Oh, so, I found out today that if you're going to the AGM, you need to book in. I know people. I, yes. I thought, I thought you only had to book in if you were going on the Saturday, but you need to let them know if you're going on the Sunday so they can make sure they've got a big enough room. Um, because yeah, I didn't so know it's on the last year, Arthur's turned up, and I didn't know I had to book in. <laughs> Yeah, so it's on the it's on the BRCA one tenth um, off road page. Yeah. So if you want to come to the ten section meeting, um, obviously when you book in, you book in with exactly the same um, process as you do as if you're booking in for a meeting on the BRCA website. Except there's obviously no charge, um, and you have to do the same for the exec meeting if you're going on the Saturday. Also, you obviously. It is important. I know it can get a bit boring sitting there listening to talk about proposals and everything, but this is the meeting that shapes how we as a a committee run the meeting. It shapes how the rules of the meeting are formed. It it is a membership-led meeting. So if you're one of these people that think, you know, oh, maybe this would be a bit better like this, or you've got an opinion on a proposal that's been put in that are all visible, please turn up, have your say, put your vote where it it means something. I appreciate the meeting this year is streamed. It's not voting online, but it is streamed this year, so you can, you know, watch if you, whatever sport you'd normally watch, it's a bit boring. You can listen to a lot of people argue about RC cars. I'll be there. I'll be there. Um, you're you're going to turn up, are you? Yeah, 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 of course, we'll, mate. Yeah, of course, we'll. I might, bring, even bring, bring, I, might bring bring his, I might even bring his majesty as well. We'll see. Just in case we need that extra. Um, well, I think he'd be a bit bored. Yeah, it'd be fine. I'll put him in the corner with his iPad. Trust me. Best babysitter yeah. in the world. Um, yeah. Just oh, bring bring monsters. Yeah. Not, not for Bruce, though. <laughs> No, 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 no. no. Okay. Yeah, okay, mate. Um, do you want to thank the sponsors then, mate, and we'll, we'll knock it on the head? Um, yes, mate. So I, a great thank you to CMR Racing, to Schumacher Racing, and to Will Speed. 
again another year with you guys supporting us has been great we're coming up to Christmas now all the prizes will be sort of getting collated in the near future like and share to get an entry and if you're an RC company that fancies donating a few prizes in order for us to waffle on about your business every week feel free to get in touch if you want to sponsor the show as well that's it um guys don't forget to like and share as chris has already said and thanks for listening we do really appreciate it um we will be back uh, hopefully next week uh, with uh, another fantastic guest so thanks very much and good night god bless and of course have a safe journey see you later chris see you later mate bye bye